Hi folks, FPL General here recording episode 20 of my 59th minute FPL podcast. Recording on Wednesday the 28th of November. So game week 13 is behind us and game week 14 coming up this weekend with a Friday night deadline so don't miss that. I had to delay the podcast this week. It's been not only did I have my worst ever FPL game week. Uh, everything's been going wrong this week the boiler's on the blink so i'm not recording where i usually record uh, so it could could be a little bit noisier hopefully the the background noise is not too bad it's absolutely pissing down with rain the wind is ferocious so hopefully you can hear me over the the awful scottish weather uh same same format as usual this week going to start with start with the shout outs so game week 13 uh, shout out to Jesse Lingard and Juan Mata, who both played 59 minutes. So, a double substitution from Josie Mourinho got those two guys uh, a shout out, uh, and both of those both of those players, I think, have got a couple of you know one pointers over the last few weeks now. So, players to avoid in FPL. Those two. I want to give a shout out to Alvaro Morata as well, who only managed 57 minutes. Another awful display, which got him uh, back-to-back one-pointers. So again, another player who I have got absolutely no interest in is Alvaro Morata. So to be honest, the last thing I wanted to do this week was record a podcast. It's, it's When you have an awful game week in FPL, you, you really just want to forget about it for a week. But for me, I mean, with a podcast and a Twitter account, there's no, there's no hiding place for me. So I just got to grip my teeth and, and get through this so game week 13 as i mentioned the worst ever fpl game week in all my years of playing the game um somehow managed a game week rank of 5.7 million when there's when there's uh, 5.8 million players so that's an achievement in itself um, i wrote in my uh, fantasy football scout uh, column last week that I was talking about uh, captaincy options and how game week 13 was was probably going to be uh, unlucky for some and obviously it turned out it, it was actually me who, who who had the most you know bad luck in game week 13 so I had to eat my own words there uh, 29 points with a minus four got me a massive points haul of, of 25 points um, that was my first point hit of the season. So obviously things have gone have been going pretty badly for me this season. It's been a tough season, um, but had the international break and you know made made three transfers. Brought in brought in Doherty, Richarlison, and Jimenez. Was feeling really good about game week thirteen. You know, nice fresh looking new team. And usually when you have a nice fresh looking new team, it just it tends to be a bit of a nightmare. And, and that's how it panned out. So. I got rid of Trippier, Barkley and Ng, so the players I got rid of didn't, you know, at least they didn't score any points, so as I said, I was confident going into the game week and it just was an absolute disaster. Watching, I was watching a BT Sports score, um, you know, as the score goals were coming in and, and everything else, and I just had my head down on the phone and I heard them say, obviously I heard them say Madison got a yellow card, which is fine, um, you know, you can take that, but then... You know, five ten minutes later, it wasn't even half past three, and and I heard them say oh, red card at Leicester, and I just knew, I just knew it was going to be Madison, and I mean, I kept him because I had a feeling that he would play, uh, and I liked the idea that you know his ownership had had completely dropped down, so he was a bit of a differential for me in game week thirteen, and I had high hopes for him in that 
in that game. And the red card was just it was just absolutely sickening. Uh, minus two, that just summed up my game week. But I mean, you know, the pain he's caused me, I'm probably going to end up just keeping him for for game week 14. I'm a glutton for punishment. Thankfully, he, you know, he's he served a suspension in midweek, um, so I'm probably going to end up holding on to him for the for the game week 14 fixture. I switched my captaincy as well. Um, I was on Salah captain all week last week, and then I woke up Saturday morning with a just a gut feeling for Aguero. I felt you know said he would score more goals than Liverpool, which which they did, um, and you know. City to score four and Aguero not to be involved whatsoever was extremely frustrating. Um, so Robertson and Salah were the only players who returned me anything. Um, just a, a game week to forget. Managed to double my rank from 224k to 452k. So it's it's pretty pretty dark times for me uh, in FPL. Um, so again, just got to keep fighting and just keep plugging away. It's, I think a, a cool head is needed this week. Again, the temptation is always there to rip up your team after a game week like that. But I'm actually looking at banking a transfer. You know, after even after the the disaster of game week 13 on paper, my team looks kind of okay for game week 14. There's nothing major that I want to do this week. So again, probably going to bank a transfer and just give give the troops a chance to to bounce back. Moving on now to the watch list feature. So a couple of players I've added to the watch list this week and a couple that I've removed. So first of all, the Spurs midfielders, um, Ali Eriksson and Son, all impressed me against uh, Chelsea in the 3-1 win against Chelsea. So all of those are in my thoughts now. Not really this week with uh, the North London derby coming up against Arsenal, but game week 15, I'll be bringing in at least one Spurs player, possibly even two. Um, So Ali Eriksson and Son... All interest me. Son, eh, the rotation will probably put me off him. You know, I can see him being rotated a lot with Lamela and Lucas Mora over the Christmas fixture. So it'll probably be one of Ali and Eric or Ericsson that I go for if I do go for a Spurs midfielder. I was burned by Ericsson earlier in the season, so again I'm quite reluctant to go there. It was no coincidence that Ericsson got his biggest points all of the season when Trippier wasn't on the pitch. So when Trippier comes back in, you know, it it does it does dent Ericsson's appeal so all the arrows are kind of pointing towards Ali for me now as a, as a Spurs midfielder a goal and assist against Chelsea could have had a brace he was close to getting a second goal so I don't think I've ever owned Ali in FPL I've always been an Ericsson man but I am I am um, I am thinking about Ali from from game week 15 onwards Mitrovic was back amongst the goals again a brace uh, in Ranieri's first game he's down to 6.6 million now um, but it's it's fixtures. The fixtures are not ideal for for Mitrovic. He's got he's got two tough games in his next three, and he's also on four yellow cards, which is always obviously a bit of a worry, especially with a player like Mitrovic. He, you know he does like a yellow card, so hopefully he can get his his ban out of the way before game week seventeen, and we can look at him then because Fulham's fixtures do pick up from from then onwards. Um, I was impressed by by Shirla and Sessegnon as well in that. Fulham win so those are those are two guys to keep an eye on but again as, as I say the fixtures are not ideal it's probably just a wait and see with, with Fulham they're not going to be playing Southampton every week so um, it's just watch list for now for me for those guys Man City midfielders as well Leroy Sané is on my watch list you know all the Man City midfielders are on my watch list now um, 
and I'll talk about transfers later, but those those City midfielders are in my thoughts. I've Aguero's my only City player, and you know that's been hurting me recently. So I really need to get more City players into my side. Um, another player who was back in game week uh, game week thirteen was Pascal Gross. He you know playing just in behind Glenn Murray. So you know he was a he was an excellent option last season. You know he did did very well for bonus points as well and things like that. So at six point seven million, he could be he could be a nice pickup for the for the busy period. And he's he's one who's on my watch list. I can't really see myself going for him anytime soon, and probably want to see a bit of form from him first. But but he's on my watch list now, following his return in game week thirteen. And obviously we're waiting for. Gross to get his his uh, his third fifty ninth minute appearance of the season. He's he's on for the hat trick. So I was keeping an eye out for that at the weekend. I think he he, he played about eighty minutes. So that that will surely come in time. Players I've removed from a watch list this week: uh, David Luiz, terrible performance against Spurs, um, and I'm I'm just not interested in a double up in in the Chelsea defence at the moment. I've got Alonso. Happy to keep Alonso. Yes, he was quiet against Spurs, but I wouldn't read into too much. Um, that was just one game where Chelsea were completely dominated by Spurs. So Louise was pretty poor. Chelsea were poor defensively, so clean sheets is probably a worry there. Um, but at least with Alonso, he always offers the attack and potential. Louise, you know, he's he's had a lot of goal attempts this season, but he's, he's just not putting the ball in the net. Um, and I mean, that performance from Louise was so bad that you know his place could be under threat. You know, from the likes of Christensen, maybe if Christensen has a good game in the Europa League, uh, he'll be pushing for a start in the league. So, I would be slightly worried as a David Luiz owner. Uh, Josh Murphy is another player I've removed from Cardiff. He didn't start at the weekend; he only played twenty-three minutes. So, I was quite interested in him a couple of weeks ago, but I'm not interested anymore if there's a chance that he's not going to start game. So, he's gone. Delafeu I've removed as well. He's only played 90 minutes in one of his last six games. So I don't like that about Delafeu. He always seems to get taken off early. So I, I do prefer Perea at Watford if I was going to go for a Watford midfielder. So that's why Delafeu's gone from my watch list. And Morata is gone as well for obvious reasons. You know, he showed a bit of form a couple of weeks ago, but he's he's just gone off the boil again in recent weeks. And as a Hazard owner... You know, I I just want to see Giroud back in that starting lineup. It's uh, Hazard hasn't scored a goal while Morata's been in the team. So, us Hazard owners, we need to see Giroud back in the starting lineup against Fulham. You know, to 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 have hope of Hazard returns. So that's the watch list covered for this week. Going to move into a couple of Twitter questions now. Uh, I've noted down four. So thanks to everyone for the questions. I'll try to get back to the others on Twitter before the deadline. First one was from Cheto Chip. He was asking, is it time to ship Hazard? He's off the boil, he's potentially injured, and he only scores when Giroud's on the pitch. So Cheto Chip is considering Hazard to Sané this week. Um, ha- uh, Sari has said today that, that Hazard should be available for the Fulham game. Um, but then there's some contrast in reports that you know he's saying that he can't play you know ten games in thirty days and sometimes he has to rest. So that's not really what we want to hear. Um, if we own Hazard going into the busy spe- busy spell, there's probably going to be games where he will be rested. Um, but for me, it looks like you know he's in training today, which is Wednesday. Um, he's probably not going to play Europa League. 
tomorrow. So for me, it, all signs point to him playing against Fulham. I don't see any reason why he won't start in that game if he's training this week and he's going to get a rest in Europa League. So I'm I'm happy to hold him for Fulham. I don't like selling him before the, the that fixture because it is a good fixture for him, and you know it, he could he could punish sellers in that game. So. The other reason I'm reluctant to move from Hazard to a City midfielder this week is because of the, the City lineup in the Champions League last night. You know, all the big hitters played, um, so it's it's impossible to tell what Pep's going to do at the weekend against Bournemouth. Any one of those, you know, Sane, Sterling, Silva, uh, even Aguero, any one of them could be in line for a rest this weekend. We just don't know with Pep. It's going to be Pep roulette at the weekend, so that is another reason why I'm happy enough probably to wait another week on the city midfielders and just hold on to Hazard um, the one thing I would say about that is I don't have the cash to do Hazard straight to Sterling but if I did I would be very tempted to do that move um, I'd be a lot more likely to make that move than the likes of a Hazard to Sani or a Hazard to Silva move this week um, I think the Hazard to Sterling move you know it's it is a no brainer you know Sterling is the the most probably the most essential player in the game this season and and you know moving early for him this week could could pay off he could you know he could get another 15 point haul against Bournemouth and Hazard could you know play 60 minutes and, and do nothing so it's a tough one it's a tough one I wouldn't like to be in that situation this week uh, the Hazard to Sterling you know straight swap for a free transfer because it's not an easy decision and obviously it could go it could go wrong if, if Sterling gets a rest at the weekend um, so that that is a tricky one, um, but it, it definitely is one I'd be very tempted to make if I was in that situation this week with cash in the bank uh, and a free transfer. Second question was from Naldo Marquez. Um, he's asking, you know, can we get in Son instead of Harry Kane given Son's performance against Chelsea? Um, Son was, you know, spectacular against Chelsea, best player in the pitch, and he played pretty, pretty advanced in that game. Um, but talking to a few um, Spurs season ticket holders this week on on Twitter and things like that, we can't really expect Son to play that role every week. You know, it was probably more so because of the Chelsea fixture that that role suited him. Um, you know, he terrorized he terrorized the Chelsea defense, but we're more than likely going to see him probably more out out on the wing. Uh, more often than not and again I mentioned that I just don't like Son because of Lamela and Lucas Moura kicking around as well I do see rotation for Son and that's why I think Harry Kane is the best Spurs option because you don't need to worry about rotation we we know at this stage he doesn't get rested you know yes he could get a rest during the busy period but in recent seasons we've seen um, that he just doesn't get a rest you know he plays almost every game and that's why he's such an attractive option you don't need to worry about him uh, with the captain's armband as well, because you know more than likely he's going to play. You know, compare that to the city players, the city midfielders. There's always that worry that they'll get a rest with so many options for Pep. So, I don't like Son instead of Kane, Naldo. Um, for me, it's it's more than likely uh, game week 15. I'm going to do probably Aguero to Kane, and I'm probably going to avoid Son. Um, if I get a Spurs midfielder, it, it's probably going to be Deli Alley, I think, at this point. But again, you know, so much can change in the space of a week. So let's see how game week 13, let's see how game week 14 goes. Let's see how the Spurs assets perform against Arsenal. And, you know, we could be, we could have different thoughts after that game. 
Next question was from Rodrigo Montero. Some some excellent names this week uh, with the questions. Can we trust the Wolves' defence? Good question. You know, I, I doubled up with... I got in Doherty and I've got Patricio, so I'm doubled up in defence, as a lot of people are. You know, a lot of people were tripled up against Huddersfield, so that, that game was extremely painful for us Wolves, uh, owners of Wolves, defenders and goalkeepers. I am I am worried, you know, I am worried uh, about the Wolves' defence. They haven't kept a clean sheet in five games now, and they do have Chelsea and Liverpool in their next five, so the Wolves' double-up is not looking as good as it was looking. Um, you know, I'm quite happy to play Doherty in any fixture, even against the bigger sides, because of his attack and threat. I think he was, I think he had five touches in the box uh, at the weekend, which was second only to Kalasinac. I think Kalasinac had about 12. But again, you know, Monreal's going to come back soon, so I don't really like Kalasinac as an option. But the Wolves defend, the Wolves double up in defence is, is something I'm not, you know, I'm not overly confident in, in, in anymore. So, what I'm kind of looking at is possibly bringing in a, a goalkeeper to back up Patricio, who I could play when Wolves have a tough fixture. So I'm, as I said, I'm quite happy to play Doherty any given week, but I would like the option of a rotating goalkeeper, maybe someone like Fabianski, so that I wouldn't have to double up on the Wolves' defence. You know, in those Chelsea and Liverpool games. So it's you know Cardiff Cardiff away this weekend for Wolves. We really need them to to get us a clean sheet they, they they owe us after the the Huddersfield fixture so i think the Huddersfield result could be a you know a blessing in disguise for for the wolves assets you know it's going to give them a you know it was a wake up call for them so i would expect them to bounce back against cardiff and i'm quite hopeful that we will see a clean sheet in that one cardiff have been struggling for goals recently um when when you're playing a right back as a striker you know, it, it says it all about your team, really, in terms of goals. And I think Warnock was was talking today that you know he's very happy. He's happy with his de- defense. He's happy with his midfield. But he's just you know he, he's worried about his his striker scoring goals. So I think that bodes well for Wolves this weekend. I'm hoping that they'll put in a bigger performance and that you know I I probably will be playing double Wolves defense again against Cardiff, Patricio, and Matt Doherty. So I really hope they don't let me down again. Last question was from Lawrence Boran. He is asking, you know, with with Arnautovic's injury worries, you know, should we do Arnautovic to Mitrovic? And I kind of covered that with Mitrovic in the watch list that, you know, he's got tough games coming up and he's got four yellow cards as well. So I'm happy to hold off on Mitrovic, but I am eyeing him up in game week 17. If, if Arnie struggles with injury and, you know, if his form isn't great, you know, come game week 17, I can see myself doing the Arnie to Mitrovic switch. But again, you know, lots can change between now and then. But I would just hold off on Mitrovic for the time being. And as long as Arnie is not ruled out for the weekend, you know, I'm going to hold on to him. His fixtures are just too good. So hopefully that, hopefully we don't see too much um, problems with this injury that he has been having. You know, he does seem to be made of glass this season. So, Arnie is a worry, but I, I think he, you got to hold him for the time being until you know we see more, more problems with that knee. Moving into captaincy now for game week fourteen. It's really it's a shootout between the City assets against Bournemouth and Hazard against Fulham. 
So, you know, Salah's got the derby against Everton, so, you know, anything can hap- happen in the derby. So I don't really fancy captaining Salah in that one. And, you know, Everton have, I think Everton have four clean sheets in seven. So they have improved defensively as well, which is another reason maybe not to go for Salah this week. Um, I just prefer City assets against Bournemouth, the way they're playing and, and you know, racking up the goals. So I'm probably going to be on a Guerrero captain again this week. Again, gives him a chance to to pay me back for last week for his blank. Um, I think he will start against Bournemouth. So I'm quite happy to put the captaincy on Aguero uh, this weekend. Hazard is my other option, but again, it's this slight worry over his fitness that will probably put me off him. You know, I'm happy enough to keep him for Fulham, but I don't really fancy captaining him when you know he could get a 30-minute cameo appearance from the bench. Um, and for that reason, I think it's important. I I'm not going to vice captain Hazard this week because I mean the nightmare scenario is. Aguero gets a rest, Hazard misses out because of his injury, and then you're left with no captain. So I'm probably going to captain Aguero and vice-captain Salah, because at least I know Salah's going to play um, in the derby. So that's that's what I'm looking at for captaincy. If you've got Sterling, I'd captain Sterling, you know, and, and the likes of Silva and the likes of Silva and Sané are worth considering as well, but just be prepared for Pep Roulette. You know, it's... It, there could be some surprises in that city lineup at the weekend. Moving into my transfers and my thoughts for the for the next couple of weeks. Basically, I need to get more city players. You know, I've only got Aguero, so I, I want to get more city midfielders. Um, Sane, Sterling, and Silva are all in my thoughts. I've even looked at possibly tripling up on the city midfield for the festive fixtures i think there could be some value in that so i'm, I'm more than likely going to lose aguero next week for kane which will you know free up three city spots for me so if i was to go sani sterling and silva for the festive fixtures you know i'd probably i'd have to lose hazard which probably wouldn't bother me too much given his form and fitness but i'd also have to lose salah which is obviously the harder decision you know he's he is he is costly but he is he is delivering as well, um, but the, you know, I was on a. We were on Slack last night, the Slack channel we have um, for for patrons, and we were, you know, we were talking about this uh, triple up in the city midfield for for Christmas, um, and and I do like it. Um, you know, obviously, any given week, one of those players may get a rest, but if you've got three midfielders, more than likely you're probably going to get two of them every every week. And then you you know you've got captaincy options there as well, and Kane Kane and the City midfielders actually rotate pretty well for captaincy. You know right you know I think right throughout the season, so you don't really need to worry about captaincy then either. You can either just go Kane or a City asset. Um, so that's that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. I am weighing up the possibility of going triple triple City midfield, which we which would be a big shake up next week. You know probably I probably will bank this week. Um, which will give me two free transfers going into game week 15 you know possibly take a minus four maybe even a minus eight to do a a bit of a shake-up you know losing some of the big hitters Aguero, Hazard and maybe even uh, Salah as well to restructure and maybe go triple City midfield and Harry Kane another alternative to a triple man City midfield would maybe just be a double up um, and maybe look at the likes of Deli Alley. So maybe a Kane Alley double up and uh something like a you know a Sani Sterling 
or a Sani Silva double up. So lots lots to think about and lots to chew on. Um, I didn't mention Arsenal at all either. You know, Arsenal have got a fixture swing coming up as well. The only players that really interest me are Aubameyang and Lacazette, though, from Arsenal. So, And I just prefer Harry Kane. And I can't really see myself going two premium strikers up front. I think that would just require too much surgery for me. Um, and I'm not overly interested in the likes of Aubameyang or Lacazette anyway. So I'm probably going to end up avoiding Arsenal over the festive period. They just don't really have any you know, midfielders that interest me. Ozil gets rotated. Mkhitaryan's been pl- pretty rubbish. Um, and apart from that, there's nothing else in that midfield, really. It will be, you know, it's getting a lot of game time, but I've got absolutely zero interest in, in Iwobi for FPL. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm looking at banking game week, f- uh, game week 14 and a big shake-up then going into game week 15 ahead of the festive period. So... Big, some big decisions to be made for me and, and you know for a lot of managers you know we've got a lot of premium assets we've got Spurs we've got City we've got Arsenal so there's a lot of options for us to look at now so it, it's an exciting time in FPL it's going to make the game a lot more interesting it is pretty boring when there's a template and most people have the same player so hopefully it's starting to break up now and it's going to make things a lot more interesting over the coming weeks so before I go, I ju- a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, first of all, um, I'm not. I'm, I'm going away this weekend. I'm going away Thursday night, and I'm and I'm not back until Sunday night. So I'm going to probably. I'm, it's unlikely that I'm going to see any football this weekend, and I, part of me is kind of glad of that after game week thirteen. I'm, I'm just going to take a break from from everything from Twitter from you know following the games and and following on 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 social media and things like that and hopefully i'll just log in to fpl on sunday night and the team that got me 25 points last week will hopefully have got me 75 points this week so yeah gonna uh, head into london uh, with my wife this weekend and we're actually buying a car so have to make a very long trip from london to glasgow saturday and sunday so breaking up the journey. So unlikely to see any football. Might catch match of the day maybe on Saturday night, but but I'm not sure. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was the iTest podcasts. Most of you will probably have listened to them, but they they're pinned on my Twitter account. So this is something I've started. Uh, I started in game week 13, five minute podcasts uh, when when I get to watch 90 minutes of a game. So I did one for Spurs Chelsea. And I did one for Bournemouth Arsenal game week 13. Probably not going to get to do any uh, game week 14 because I'm away. But I will be back with more of them game week 15, game week 16. And, and you know, during the, the festive uh, period. So check those out and let me know what you think of them. Uh, last point is on Patreon. So thanks to, thanks to all the new patrons who've signed up since the last podcast. Anybody who's thinking about uh, checking out my Patreon offering, don't do it until... Sunday or Monday Uh, don't sign up until Sunday or Monday because we're coming towards the end of the month now and Patreon charges people on the first of every month so just to avoid getting charged for November don't sign up until uh, Sunday or Monday Um, we've got a great Slack community on Twitter uh, or sorry a Slack community on Patreon There's, there's 300 I think there's 301 people in our Slack now so a lovely little community where we bounce ideas on a daily basis. Um, so join us. You can join us on Slack for the festive period. Um, help you get through the busy busy fixtures. 
Um, I'll put some posts about Patreon on on Twitter on 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 Sunday or Monday. Yeah, once we're into December. Um, but once we are into December, you can sign up for free for the whole month of December, and you can just cancel before January first, and you can just check it out that way. It's basically a free trial. So any questions about that, just send me a message. Um, thanks for listening as always. Um, as I say, I'm away Thursday evening, so it's going to be pretty hard for me to get back to people um, after today and tomorrow. So good luck, good luck in game week fourteen. Probably won't have time for a podcast next Tuesday with a midweek game week, so it'll pro- probably be two weeks before I'm back um, with another with another episode. So I'll keep you posted on the on the Twitter account at Fifty Ninth Minute Pod. So give that a follow. Enjoy enjoy the rest of your week and and good luck in game week fourteen. <laughs>